Shalom Aleichem. Welcome to The Schmooze, the Yiddish Book Center's podcast. I'm Lisa Newman, and today I am visiting with Daniel Ronfeld. Daniel is a member of the Yiddish Book Center. Most importantly, he's a member of our Great Jewish Books Book Club. He's here visiting from Idaho, uh, and we thought it would be really fun to steal a chance to speak with him. He's a very active member in Book Club, uh, also here for our weekend program, uh, The Plays of Sholemash. So welcome. Thank you so much. I couldn't be more excited. I think this has been a long time in the making. You've been writing lovely emails. Thank you very much. Um, Jessica Parker, who is a familiar name to anybody who's part of the Great Jewish Books Book Club. Uh, She is the coordinator extraordinaire who communicates with everybody, pulls everything together. And we'd hope that she would make the, the, the little introduction today because she connected us. So um, we sent her a virtual chicken soup. <laughs> Indeed, she she deserves it. I have been angling for for a, a seat in, in this room for, for quite a while. Well, we've been thrilled to, to clear a seat for you. And um, it's great, again, that you're able to do this in person following this weekend program. So I guess... Let me just start off by asking you, you've been a longtime member. Have you been with us since the first year? Of the Yes, okay. yes. I I'd, um, wanted a group of people, ideally in person, to discuss the books that, that you know, I just thought of as, as East European lit, um, not caring so much if it was Jewish-specific. Uh, and I asked our local independent bookseller if she knew uh, of anyone that would be interested it's, a, it's one of those uh, heart-of-your-community bookstores in our town. And Laura said, no, Dan, there is no one who is reading that. They can barely get through, you know, the Ferrante trilogy. and They are certainly not going to want to delve into, you know, massive tomes of East European lit. And so when I found out about this, I was, I was raring to go. I, was, I wasn't your first member, but I was certainly your first member in Idaho. But you're a very <laughs> – we should say that this is the book club. I'll just briefly for our listeners, um, if you haven't heard about it, it's an annual membership, and you join the Great Jewish Books Book Club. You get four print editions um, in the mail. Um, so what you're referring to is um, that you are in Idaho. We have uh, members all around the globe, and you're connected virtually, um, again, through the World Wide Web, as I like to call it on this station. Um, so I'm going to back up a second because I think it's intriguing the way you got introduced. And also, um, we'll be curious to ask you a follow-up question because you mentioned that the bookstores thought these would be tomes, that these would be sort of a slog. Were there any of these books to get through that were from Eastern European writers that they might be monumental or not that penetratable? Penetra- uh, it depends who you ask. We've got about a little over a dozen members locally. Mm -hmm. And some of them, this was the first time that they had ever encountered this literature. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, so one, it was the first time they'd encountered this literature. Two, it might have been the first time that they had at least since college read uh, literature and translation. Mm -hmm. And, and, And three, they rarely have happy endings that, that solve things into a neat box. And uh, that can be intimidating to people. But um, uh, some of them are certainly more challenging 
the, the, the poetry is tricky for people, and it really shows that poetry is an issue for people, not so much anything else. Are some of them tomes? Yes, Lisa. Some of them could squash cats, not just bugs. They are some big books. Uh, but, but they all offer us uh, such a great uh, opportunity, and they don't come on their own. You don't just get the book. The book is the book. I can go to the bookstore and buy the book. Um, the, but the resources that come with it, the online community is great. Some of the participants um, are, are, are a pain in the tuchus, but others are really remarkably savvy and bright and insightful. And, and I, I am, am glad to be able to sort of connect with them online. Um, uh, so, so it makes those the, the bigness of them much more uh, handleable. And, and one of the things I guess I was driving at, too, is that, and I think this is true here at the center, and you've heard some of this over the weekend, you know, we've, we've been able to rescue these books, and we're now working to translate them. We made a shift with the book club in the second year to only send out works that are in translation. So that it's really allowing us to access a literature that spanned 100, 150 years that is full of surprises to us. Absolutely. And you're reading books that we're reading for the first time as well in many cases. So I guess the question I also have is just how surprising were some of these selections in terms of what we, and I say we, all bring to our thinking in terms of what's this literature going to be like? That's a question that um, that I'm most often asked when I say that we have this readers group is, you know, what, um, is it in Yiddish? They, 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 no matter how often you say in <laughs> translation, they ask. Um, I, I think one of the things that I think the book club offers, especially well, more than the centers, um, the, 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 what as the audience of the of the center we don't often get is that you're a revolving door of yiddish literature everyone i talk to about the yiddish books they think it's a wonderful place that holds all of these books that collects all of these books that digitizes all these books if they read that far but they don't realize that you're spinning them back out into the world um, the you, we've had a couple of books that have been that are white goat press mm-hmm. that you know the the Nomberg that a lot of us are have either just finished or are reading now. This is Warsaw Stories by Herstov yes. and Nomberg. Yeah. Yes, uh, um, you know it's something. Yes, it's something that we're all reading fresh. We haven't read in any of us have read it in English, um, and, and it, it's so it's it's marvelous. It's almost um, a better emissary of your mission than than. Um, anything else. I think if I think it's almost um, a better introduction. Some of the people in our group and, and others that I've talked to, um, the, the library in Ketchum, Idaho, where there's a, a large Jewish population, uh, wants a, a book club like ours in Boise. And I told them, I said, all you have to do is subscribe through the Yiddish Book Center, and the books come to you. The book club comes to you, and all you need to do is give them a room and something to nosh on, and and you'll have this this marvelous um, resource. It's 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 a package. It's brilliant. Well, thank you, thank you. You're doing very well <laughs> communicating this, um, and thank you for your it's enthusiasm so and, and kind words. But let's talk a little bit the construct of this, as I sometimes describe it, and I certainly just tried to describe it this way in the early years when I'm not on the schmooze and I'm the in communications, is to say that it's kind of this funny marriage of what we conceive of as a book group. I'm part of a book group, not the Great Jewish Books Book Club, um, but a book 
group where we meet once a month and discuss a book that we select. And then um, I remember all those yesteryears ago when they had the Book of the Month Club and everybody would run to the mailbox and excitedly open it up and you would find this book. And that would be it. So there's one construct where you're meeting and talking to people. There's another construct where you get the book um, that's been curated, selected, and it surprises you and that's it. You read it and maybe somebody else in your house reads it and you discuss it. But what's really um, kind of interesting about this marriage is that the community is global. The ages, which I want to ask you about, I mean, you know, you don't know how old you are when you're online talking to everybody, but it's interesting to us that we've got people from, you know, 20 to 100. And so you get different voices and different perspectives in terms of what the, the takeaway is from these books. But you've gone one step further because you were instrumental in putting together this group. So this is this is the book club doesn't um, always have groups that meet locally. Um, so how did that all come to be, and and how much does that expand on the experience? Um, I'm very dynamic. God help them if they thought that they weren't going to get a few. So I think part of it was just because I promised them uh, good cookies and a good time. Mm -hmm. We are not a book club. Uh, I think book clubs have a fundamental problem uh, in in a lot of ways. I'm sure there are exceptional ones throughout any community. One of the problems that I have with a book club is the books are usually chosen by the members, which which can be fine, but... um, you're not necessarily um, you're not necessarily choosing the books with a purpose. You're not necessarily choosing the books out of anything other you know anything necessarily deeper than you kind of like it or you've had a lot of people recommend it, which can be great. But you tend to read books um, that other book clubs are reading that are popular that are you know that are very very nice. But um, our group is a readers group. We all belong to, you know, all of us in our group and a lot of, I don't know, I don't know a Jew that doesn't, um, belong to some collective organization, be it formal or just a group of people sitting around that aren't readers. And book clubs often, I think, discuss the book and the ideas that are in the book and then, you know, what, what, what relates to the book. But what we want with the readers group is really to bring everything, every part of you as a reader into this. So sometimes we have discussions about the book and the topics, but a lot of times we're drawing threads to our lives as individuals, as men and women, as Jews, uh, um, as as more mature, as younger, as gay, as straight, and and we we, we bring them to the to this book that we didn't select, and the the curators. Um, which is, you know, going to go into this year's, you know, dictionary of most overused titles. Um, but sometimes it's apt. And whoever is, who is ever is selecting these books, um, we don't always understand the purpose. They, they never tell us this is the thread this year. This is the theme of the book. Um, sometimes you can sort of gather that what, what there, there might be this year. But the selections have always been in, insightful. And choosing them outside of the group, not having someone within mm-hmm. the group change them and having that go around and only having four a year um, allows us as readers to – it isn't onerous. You're only reading four a year. A fast reader or a slow reader can, can set up the system for, for, for your group, and it takes the burden off of – you know, you don't like this book. You don't have to. You don't have to dislike Lisa's choice. You know, this is this is you know Jessica or Josh. Boy, they laid an egg on this one. But each time we've each time we've we've 
you know, went through a book that might be more challenging for some of us, um, what makes it challenging makes the interest makes the discussions that much more interesting. There's nothing worse than a book we all just thought was soft and sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, even though those books usually touch someone in 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 our group. Uh, but the ones that the ones that um, make the best discussions are the ones that are um, are the challenging ones. Is there one that speaks to you personally in terms of you were surprised by it? It resonated in some way, or just the takeaway was the amazing? the radical the radical Jewish feminist. What was what was the title? Um, uh, you can edit it in. Um, so, <laughs> uh, well, I'm. I can't give away next year's title, and I think I might be. Um, so, so we'll let everybody know. Yes. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll put it at the end, listeners. It's the radical Jewish feminist. feminist yeah. um, the, book was, the book was nice. It was a really good book. It mm-hmm. was a challenging I mean, Calling it nice is, is diminutive. Yes. Um, it, but it was a book that I read and enjoyed. I thought it was a very good book. She had a fascinating life. Um, but the discussion was astounding. It touched on areas of, you know, personal identity, political identity. Uh, it really brought together our group in a way that, that I, I didn't think you could get out of a, a group of people who were only brought together because, you know, either I told them to or, or, or they, they were a schnook and they signed up and, 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 and weren't sure what they were going to get into. But it was, it was such a surprise. Um, the first year, I would sort of... Um, message Jessica and say, am I safe to make the following order? Are any of these books coming to me um, already? And, uh, and, and there was a couple that, that were sort of on my list. But now I, I, I can rest assured that none of these books, they're all going to be a, a, a surprise. I, I, they, they've gotten very clever. Uh, we, after we read the, the, um, uh, the, the Last Singer, uh, the the I B Singer's book. I read um, Shtetl Love Story by Grigory Kanovich, which was uh, a phenomenal recommendation by one of the people in our group. And unfortunately, it was you know a massive book followed by a massive book, and each taking place in a similar time. Uh, time. I, I hope that the 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 book group, who's already I know choosing selections well in advance, doesn't limit themselves to books coming directly out of Yiddish. This one is by a Jewish author and a very Yiddish childhood and a very Yiddish life. He just happened to write in Russian as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I respect that they're all in translation. But I wish that there was, you know, for this weekend, there was a, a marvelous recommended reads, core and then ancillary. I, I would love to see the books that, you know, the, the long list. The I read, you know, the man booker list. I'll read, mm-hmm. I'll read the long list as well as the winner. Um, and, and so I, I'd love to see what doesn't necessarily make it in. Interesting. And we'll take that into consideration. Do. Yes. Um, Josh, are you listening? Um, <laughs> Jessica, are you listening? Uh, so you mentioned, um, and again, for our listeners who aren't familiar with this, we decided at the outset that we would select these four books and that we would not reveal what these four books were. And then we would get emails asking, you know, could you tell us? And so we have to ask that everybody takes the the vow of secrecy if they want to uh, go with the surprise or not with the surprise or we'll, we'll share it. Are you a, I want to be surprised or are you always, you want to know? I never want to know. I don't care. The book is going to be good. 
I don't. I do, this world where you have too much, too many choices. There are too <laughs> many choices and not good enough options. Just give me something good, and I'll be happy. Sometimes I have asked. I've never asked for a title, but we've got a nice group of people, and sometimes I'll want to make sure if I know that the next book is going to be uh, poetry, then I want to make sure that um, Dr. Kaufman is going to be at the table because she is our, you know, she's a she teaches poetry. If it's going to be a book about this, I might want Gail there, or if it's when for Grace Paley, if I hadn't have had Deanna at the table, it just wouldn't have been the discussion because she loves Grace Paley and she, you know, she is that for us. So sometimes it, I, I, I will ask for that, but no, I don't need to know what the title is. I know it's going to be an adventure. So. Again, I mentioned that this is global, and we send out resources there. At um, Each book is sort of looked at over a three-month period. Um, so we have resource kits. We do a video chat um, and send all sorts of links to other relevant resources. And we have a private Facebook page where there's a lot of engagement. I mean, not everybody um, opts into that, but you can opt in. So you have two sort of tracks here and I'm curious you've you've taken on the idea of creating this local anybody who's part of the great jewish books book club and wants to connect can connect this is happening in other communities across the country after um, us at, yes you are you were the pioneers on <laughs> that one and thank you in Boise Idaho we are often the pioneers of anything well, yeah, in the I was Jewish say, or Yiddish Jewish. world <laughs> <laughs> you you launch you you launch a lot of things rolling so our own you, for 125 yes. <laughs> years so um I guess quick question do you do are you on the Facebook group I, I I will I will ping in. We have we have uh, one of our readers lives. Think about this, uh, roughly three hours from us, and she schleps to Boise, so that's rural. Um, and she is very active on the Facebook. Heather is always on the Facebook, and she will say to me, uh, Dan, there's a comment that I think that, that that's mm-hmm. that's that, that's that's worthwhile. Um, so I, I'll go in and I'll just sort of sneak in and read, and I'll sort of see and maybe maybe hit like um, to Avi Lichtenstein or, or, or someone else uh, who might be saying something brilliant. But otherwise, I don't so much. And how often do you meet? Uh, I ask everyone in our group to reserve uh, one evening a month. Mm-hmm. And then what we do is when the book comes, we judge how, you know, how busy our schedule is, what we think we can do, and then we just pick a week out. And then if there's anything else going on, if there's an article in the Pockentrager that we think we'd like, if there's something going on that we, that we want to, uh, to discuss, we will, you know, call up our Thursday, our Thursday in reserve, and, and we, will, we will meet in our library. Um, but, but generally, it's, it's four to five times a year. We met uh, a bit more this last year because we helped underwrite a local production of Paula Vogel's play, Indecent. And we had a wonderful time with it. We got to meet the actors, none of whom were Jewish. Um, and, uh, and, and they had lots of clever questions about what, it, what that would be like to portray Jews. Um, and then we invaded their audience uh, and were the first three rows that night, the, the opening night. Um, but... Um, uh, so, so we met more this year. I hope we have the opportunity to meet more. But really, with with that many schedules and to herd that many cats is a lot. And and four meetings a year is 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 quite all right. It's that's, a small community. We we see each other often. That's. I, mean, I think it's great that you were able to do this. Um, and I guess the 
the big question too is, did you come to this with having read any of sort of the Jewish canon? Uh, the, the book club. Uh, book, book club, yeah. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I mean, I'd read the, the typicals, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you know, the big three, you know, Sholem Aleichem, Menachem Mendel Sofrim, and, uh, and, and Peretz uh, were, were the ones that I'd by, by far the most of. The canon is, is you know, um, mostly male, um, so I hadn't read as many of the women, you know, uh, Gluckel of Hamlin and, and some of those that, that sort of make it into the ones that are the most commonly on the shelf. Um, but, but otherwise, um, not particularly. I mean, I don't know where you put, you know, Roth and Osh and, and ones that here everybody knows a lot about Osh. And I was, you know, I was, I was fairly new to him. I knew, you know, sort of of his fame and then sort of his infamy. Um, but I hadn't read much by him, so mm-hmm. so so uh, it's it's ever expanding, and it's nice that the books that are selected are you know all definitely part of the canon. But even if they aren't what you know every yidlit professor might might put on on the syllabus, um, they are certainly ones that ought to be. And opening those voices up to Rosenfarb, which I thought oh. was wonderful and so overlooked. Even in the group, I was a little disappointed um, by some of the discussions that that was an amazing book. And I've bought two more copies just to give to people who, you know, were very polite. And I, but I, I really hope they got out of them what, what they should. She's a phenomenal author. Thank you. Thank an amazing you. Thank thinker. You. I, I mean, I, I was a champion of that. Um, and it, they're, they're breathtaking. They're just – and the, the translation – that was, Goldie was, Morgenthaler, yeah. her daughter, does is great. Um, yes. I uh, that was also to me a really fascinating. This was a few years ago that we selected this. These were a collection of short stories um, by Hava Rosenfarb, who's just a brilliant writer. Um, mind, brilliant mind, brilliant mind. The fact that she yeah. could get it onto paper was an afterthought. Yeah, and the conversation again, the thread. Um, you know, it, it, it's a platform um, where you can at least have sort of ongoing conversation in real time. But I found that everybody's reactions to the stories were so different, and each of us brought so much uh, of our own sort of interpretation and self. Because to you're them. readers, yeah, you're not just discussing the stories. Uh, the title. Uh, survivors was uh, was was um, not off-putting, mm-hmm. but people put it in a category. Yes, because we all know what a survivor is. Um, but her stories make you realize, you know, after curator hero goes high on my list mm-hmm. of words we can we can sort of shell for a while. But a survivor, it, it was it was so it was a survivor of so many things that I really. Um, I almost had to just say, you know what, just throw away the dust jacket and get into the book because it's really re- just amazing. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it deals with something that you bring a preconceived notion to mm-hmm. and an expectation, I think, of what mm-hmm. those stories might be, and they deliver something that goes so much deeper. Which ideally is any selection mm-hmm. that comes in, in the series. Um, what surprises me, too, is uh, this weekend the audience is, I think, pretty reflective of who is in the, the book club. Um, you've got, you know, intellectuals and just smart people. I mean, if, 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 you, know, if, if, you, don't have a, if you don't have something smart to say, sit on your hands. Um, there's a, it's, it's, a book of brain, it's, it's a group of brains. Um, 
but it's it, it, and it doesn't skew typically younger, but it does. There are young people in the audience, and when you're looking at Yiddish literature, um, and I would say probably because it's because of the work of the Yiddish Book Center, it's you know and its fellows program and its summer programs and its teachers programs, um, unlike other lits, Yidlit and the popularity of of, of the resurgence in popularity of Yiddish in general, it's definitely um, reaching a younger audience. And the books don't reflect um, the mindset that I think a lot of people do. You know, when you're walking in the Yiddish Book Center and this, you're walking in the, the big room or they take you down to the vault, you see a lot of tomes that are dusty and falling apart. And yet the readers are younger and younger and younger. And who is attracted to Yiddish is younger and younger. And, uh, and it isn't because, of, um, because it's quaint or because it's uh, whatever. It's because the writing is epically modern and speaks to issues that are just as interesting now and just as, um, as they're, they're, they're clarion calls of their own kind. And they're, they're, if you can get them into their hands, you can get the book open, uh, which the book club does, um, then, then, then they have the opportunity to realize that. And, and um, you, they were saying upstairs earlier that, you know, Yiddish isn't closed, but chap- certain chapters are. But this is writing new ones. And because uh, and, and they're seeing voices that sound like their own. You, you read Rosenfarber, Nomberg, and these stories are anywhere from, you know, outrageous to, you know, softly Dickensian. The Malempo you read. I oh. mean, again, <laughs> a story that when I first read her work, and it opens with a phone ringing, and I'm thinking, wait, there's a disconnect. Why would somebody who speaks Yiddish, who writes in Yiddish? Exactly. They don't, wouldn't have had telephones. Of course <laughs> they would. <laughs> I mean, the, the, these works were written, you know, into the 20th, you know, well. The, yes. That, some of them. 2004, 2005, um, Mendelman, Seeds mm-hmm. in the Desert, which we just translated. Again, very... Which is, you know. remar- which is a remarkable read. Yeah. I was leery, but yeah, it's... it's yeah. I, I've come back to reading those stories well, um, about three times each, mm-hmm. and there's such... Um, there's every time... I draw more from them. And, um, you know, it, it's it's very exciting. As you know, um, we're down at the ground floor here of the Yiddish Book Center and two floors above us, or one floor above us, um, sit hand translators are, who are here for their translation workshop, workshopping new work. And it's constantly um, amazing to just sort of see the, the work that's out there. There's so much. There's we will not have empty shelves. Um, <laughs> I, I can't imagine a more yeah, enviable yeah. position yeah. than to getting to, to be read. one of those yeah. translators. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for taking time. Um, I want to let you go uh, head 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 on for your next adventure after you've been here um, for the place of Sholomash and taken time to talk so enthusiastically about the book club. We love having you and. We look forward to more of your suggestions and more of <laughs> Words yeah, you will never hear again. Okay. And if any of our <laughs> listeners happen to find themselves in Idaho, you should connect. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. They'll tell me that you're at the border, and I'll know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm driving through, I'm coming to your book group. Absolutely. Um, we'll have cake. Okay. I'll, I'll even bake. I'll make coffee. <laughs> um, so for our listeners, really quickly, the um, book club is the Yiddish Book Center's Great Jewish Books book club uh and we are open for registration for 2020 you must register in advance because registration closes in december you'll find information on our website yiddishbookcenter.org backslash 
book-club. Keep reading, and um, thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Lisa. All right, take care. You've been listening to The Schmooze, a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. To subscribe to this and other podcasts, visit YiddishBookCenter.org. I'm Sarah Blakefeld. Be well, be healthy, and tune in again soon. We'll be right back.